This is the Emergency Medical Minute. Real, raw, relevant emergency medical education. Please enjoy the show. Uh, this one is going to be uh, a history one again. It's going to be a tale of Homer, Rivers, and the machine that goes bing. So uh, here's the background. Seppo was the term that Homer... Anyone, anyone actually read Homer? Did everyone here just use the cliff notes when you had to do Iliad? Did anyone read Spark Iliad? Notes. Spark, notes. Spark notes? Anyone? No one read it. Okay, good. We've, we're meeting a minimum standard then. Good. <laughs> So anyway, amongst other things, uh, besides writing the Iliad and lots of long things that made uh, high school students uh, you know, agitated, uh, he did coin the term seppo, which means I rot. Um, that was sort of one of the first descriptions of sepsis because the people who were septic smelled like rotting flesh, I guess. So that was uh, the term used 2,700 years ago. So Hippocrates also, uh, 400 BC, uh, uh, identified sepsis. So he's the guy who had the four humors. So you know how we have like black bile, yellow bile, blood, and phlegm, and everything in the body has to do with those four things, not like troponin or CBCs or anything like that. So the four humors guy also recognized uh, sepsis, and he thought it was a dangerous decay within the body. Again, sort of this foul-smelling thing. Uh, next up, uh, time-wise, is Galen 200 AD, um, and he was a guy who was into both bloodletting, so, you know, barbers and surgeons would let blood to cure people of their disease, so they'd actually induce hypotension. Um, we'll get back to that. Um, he also drained abscess, uh, but he said pus was actually good. In fact, he called pus laudable because pus, he thought, when a wound pusses out, it's definitely going to start healing there. So all that pus is good for the wound. So um, again, moving on, um, Greeks and Romans, uh, they had this thing called uh, miasma, and miasma is the smell that comes up from a swamp and also the smell that comes from rotting flesh. So all these people sort of identified sepsis as like, you know, rotting flesh, smelliness, pus, um, and their treatments varied from bloodletting, which we no longer do, to um, giving people wine because they thought, well, maybe the alcohol in the wine would help cure it. So there's all sorts of crazy treatments in the past. Anyway, um, now I'm going to fast forward to the modern era. So Rivers, Manny Rivers, he was this guy in Detroit who did a really big study on sepsis. And if you've been he working here long enough, you remember we used to put in these special catheters with a little light on the end. So we would measure the mixed venous uh, O2, so it was returning to the heart, with the thought process being if the blood coming back to the heart has a really low oxygen level, your tissue's pulling all the oxygen out and we need to deliver more oxygen. Be that with pressors, more fluid, or in giving like a blood transfusion. That actually sounded like a really good idea and we were doing it for a couple years and we went back and looked at the data and someone else tried to replicate it. It didn't quite work, so we stopped doing that sort of uh, treatment. Um, we also did activated protein C. So part of the thought process with sepsis was um, if your clotting factors and inflammatory markers are out of balance and that can lead to more inflammation, dropping the blood pressure and a whole cascade of events, we thought we could stop the cascade or interrupt it at least 
metabolites by giving activated protein C. So as it turns out, that didn't work. Now everyone's been talking about this cocktail of vitamin C and thiamine and steroids. Um, and this actually looks pretty promising. There's a small study that was like miraculously perfect and everyone thinks it's going to be the greatest thing. We need to replicate that study before, before we actually do it. So why am I telling you about all this stuff in the past? Because thinking things like bloodletting and pus is good for wounds were totally state-of-the-art and everyone thought that was the coolest thing ever and it was wrong. Manny Rivers, we thought it was the coolest thing ever, and it actually sort of made sense to check to see how much, how good the blood was coming back. Was there, you know, was it really drained of all the oxygen? Do we need to work harder to bring up the pressure, bring up the hemoglobin? Um, and all these ideas seemed really good. I think the vitamin C, thiamine steroid is interesting, and it's probably a good idea, but before I jump on the bandwagon, I just want to see a really good study where it's randomized and there's a large population uh, that'll, that'll go through the study. By the way, the cocktail here, Galen did a cocktail too. His cocktail was a tincture, tincture so it contains 70 different chemicals, and the one that they thought helped the most was um, tincture of opium, so... <laughs> Anyway, there's sort of like, if you kind of look at this, there's this circle of like, oh yes, tinctures are helpful, uh, bloodletting, protein C makes you bleed more, bloodletting's good. And now we have um, a new machine coming our way uh, that I think is actually, it sounds like a really cool idea. So you might have seen a little finger uh, thing with the light. And so we're going to use that to measure whether or not someone is responsive to more fluids. And to me, it actually sounds like a moderately good idea. There's one little problem. Um, no one's actually proven it to be beneficial. So there's 30 patients at another hospital, I can't remember where, uh, they said improved care, but that's kind of a low number for implementation. So like everything else, like I think this is gonna be a good idea. I thought this was gonna be a good idea, I was wrong. This one I was always a little bit skeptical of, the activated protein C. This one, these two I think are gonna be good, but they're still kinda, they fall in that category of witchcraft. And even ideas that we think are awesome are sometimes proven to be wrong. So you look back in history and people are wrong all along and I guarantee we'll be wrong again. And I guarantee with steroids um, that we will go, steroids are the best thing ever, then they're the worst thing ever. Every five years we actually change our theory on steroids. So uh, the message here is we're, we're often wrong. We need to take everything we do with a grain of salt and be very careful before we implement uh, new uh, treatments. All righty.